0: How's it going everybody? Gabriel here. So this is the Speaking of Harmony podcast. And this is episode 10. A very interesting, cool little little tip for you guys today that I want to talk about. And before I go, please subscribe to the channel, activate the little bell thing notifications. This is all my social media stuff. You know the feedback has been amazing as usual. Keep the question coming. It's great to be interacting with you guys on YouTube. And also a shout out for everybody who is listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all the platforms in which this podcast is arriving in audio form. Thank you so much for your support as well. If you have a chance, give a review of the podcast. Really, really help us. And also very important, don't forget to subscribe to the mailing list. There's a link in the video description. So you can sign to my mailing list and be up to date on what I'm doing. There's a bunch of stuff coming up. So don't miss on that. Um, today's topic is a very nice thing that I use all the time. Either, either when I'm like, you know, harmonizing or playing uh, harmony and stuff. But also when I'm soloing. It's a concept I use all the time. Right? And the song that I chose to start with is this beautiful, beautiful song by the great Torival Kaimi. Um Rosa right so here's the topic of our video today this diminished Appoggiatura chord, right? So let's uh, talk a little bit about that because it's pretty cool. You can use it in so different, you know, so many different ways. Um, well, first of all, what is an appoggiatura, right? It's an Italian name. So it's a name of a type of non-harmonic tone, right? So non-harmonic tone is a is a note in a melody within the melody that doesn't belong uh, to the chord. Right so it's not that it's a note that it doesn't belong to the chord so it's being called non harmonic tone and there's so many of them right passing tone and and neighbor tone and one of them is the appoggiatura right and it's characterized as a note that's not from the chord that is being attacked in the downbeat and then resolve into a note from the chord right so Resolved into C, which is part of F major, right? But on this case, we we taking the concept farther a little bit. So we are talking about an appoggiatura to the chord, right? So this chord is attacked in the downbeat and then resolved into the chord that's supposed to resolve, right? Right? Five one. But we did five and then and resolved the chord, right? And in this case, uh, great apollegiatura chord is a diminished chord. It's used in so many um, songs and tunes and in all kinds of scenarios, right? And it's in this tune, by the way, right? So we have... Uh, right? So F diminished, resolved into F it's super cool and it's within this this particular song so you can take that concept and just use it in so many ways man you know it's such a such a great thing such a little trick that you can use right there's so many songs that have that it's like another one from jobin that i play all the time it's cocovado you can also use right We took that concept and applied here, right? Right uh, again, you see, it will attack the whole chord as an appoggiatura and then resolve into the chord that you're supposed to resolve into, right? It's so cool, super great. There's you know ways of doing it within the song that doesn't have the chord but you can use it I particularly use and I showed that in a a few episodes ago when uh, I was showing I was playing Triste by Jobin as well right so I use the chord I'll show it again in this particular context so To go right, to keep going right. So one, so instead of the one A major, I did A diminished, diminished major seven, by the way, right? And then I resolved back um, into A major, right? So, All right? So it's super effective, right? Uh, So, again, a case where, you know, instead of hitting the tonic like the 1, I hit the diminished chord aposiatura and then resolve it, right? It's super cool because you delay the resolution of the chord and then you create this, this, basically this kind of a suspension, right? You put this tension and then it's asking for the resolution and then boom, then you resolve it, right? It's so cool. Um, There's so many ways you can use also like improvising-wise, because this, these are examples that I gave you, um, they really work within the melody, right? The melody right there. But you can use that in concepts like when you're like accompanying or when they're like, there's someone soloing, they don't have the melody. Sometimes the melody wouldn't fit this change. But when there's no melody, when someone's improvising or yourself improvising, you can use that concept, right? And not only for tonic, right? For ones, whatever major chord that you feel that this will fit you can use right let's say I can give you an example of um, another great turn that I love to play uh, someday my prince will come right Instead of hitting B-flat, I did F7, instead of hitting B-flat, right, one, I did... And then resolved B-flat major, and then carried on, right? So you can use that also like in soloing, when improvising, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can pass by that chord as well and resolve, right? Effect they can use, you know, not only when you are, um, you know, harmonizing, but also when you are improvising. Like, you can, even if you know, whoever, whatever the harmony is, or if you're not in charge of the melody and someone is playing the melody, hitting B flat, you can still su- superimpose that effect on your solo on your lines. So, I, I can be thinking of that diminished chord and making the resolution in my solo, like melodically, right? So, it's still cool. So, I'll just kind of play soloing, trying to delineate the melody or the harmony, rather. And then when I get to that B flat, I'll try to, like, go for the diminish effect, right? So... uh The symmetry, right? The great symmetry of the diminished chord to just go to town, right? And stay, you know, on top of this, and then uh, resolve the B flat, right? So you can use that on situations like that on the on the you know the major chord, but also like on the sus chord, it can go kind of crazy as well because you would be like kind of altering the chord, you know like in that f pedal thing in the end so you can if i just just sticking around a little bit so you can see so Superimposing all these diminished sounds on top of that. Set of sus, right? And then resolving into the sus back, see? And resolving back. See it's super cool effect. Right? So I'll show another one that has like a lot of chords, you know, they can kind of pass by that diminished. Very Subtle and still have the effect. Like a tune, for instance, like um, like All the Things You Are. You know, it has so many chords. So whenever you, you know, you hit that major chords, you know the, the the main points in the in the end of the of the sections, right? So you go. So on these major chords, I will superimpose the diminished sound and then resolve into the major chord, right? So I'll play C diminished, right? Resolve into C and then here I will do a G diminished, mm-hmm. resolve into D, right? Note that I'm using like for you know my friend guitarist. A good way to play this sound mm-hmm. is to use the, the uh, major seven. You know, diminished major seven, right? They sound. You can even put the ninth here too. And here, a good way is like just thinking of like B over C. See? B major triad over C. All right? You can think of like that too. In this case, G will be F sharp. Right, this kind of sound. Right, or oh, the full diminished sound. If you're pianist, you have all these hands to play it. Right. So let's think about that. Let's let's hear how how that happens. Right. So. One, some some sawing so I can you know go through these changes and, and see if I can negotiate that diminished chord in there right um- I did put it in different places too. Here on uh, here I did put here see C over uh, C sharp, C flat right, and then
1: on
0: A flat I did. I right ended in the diminished chord and then resolved. See, that's a very cool effect, guys. That you can you know have fun with it. So let me know how you use that sound, you know. Let me know if you, if you use on the tonic and major chords or other different chords, you know. Let me know what you think, what kind of a, you know, tensions and facts you use when you're soloing over or playing, right. I like to use major 7 and in, in, in major 9 as well. Just give me this nice... Right. I can do all these arpeggiation, right. Which I'm gonna be talking about them in, you know, further episode like diminished resolutions, some cool ways you can use, um, stuff that I talked with my my good friend Yannick Wistala on his podcast, uh, early this month, and I'm gonna be talking about that with you guys. So thank you so much for sticking around, and I would love you guys to subscribe to the channel. You know, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't done yet. Uh, activate the little bell thing, notifications. Uh, this is all my social media stuff. Um, Subscribe to the mailing list because you get some tips some videos some music for free and a lot of stuff is coming up So don't forget to sign up for the list in the link description and I see you guys in the next one Thank you so much